Well, good morning. It's great to be with you this morning to share the next in our series, looking at good news. Uh, we've uh, been looked at uh, the good news about various topics, uh, and this week's topic uh, is the topic of freedom, uh, the good news about freedom that Jesus brings. I wonder what freedom uh, conjures up for you in your mind. What does it mean to you uh, to be free? We're living through a funny time at the moment uh, in terms of freedom, uh, the very basic freedom to go out your house uh, and do very normal things uh, has been something that for uh, many people uh, has been taken away since March and uh, for any one of us uh, could be taken away at any moment uh, in order to safeguard those around us uh, from the virus. That's actually happened to our household three times since March. Uh, but every time, praise God, uh, we've had a negative result from a test uh, that's enabled us to return to normal. So freedom is one of these things that you often don't appreciate uh, so much until it's uh, suddenly and unexpectedly removed. Uh, it's just something that you almost take for granted. Freedom to say uh, what you want, to say what you think, is something that's really highly prized uh, in our culture, in our society. Uh, we teach our kids that they have a voice, uh, they have an important contribution uh, to society, they have an important uh, thing, they have important things to say and to um, uh, to to contribute that uh, other people uh, might not have. That they have uh, a unique voice. Uh, and we also teach them that it's not okay uh, to shut other people down, to shut them up, uh, and to tell other people that that isn't the case. Jesus didn't live uh, in a society like that. His society was uh, brutally oppressed uh, by Roman occupiers uh, who used violent means to uh, control uh, the local people, uh, to intimidate them, and uh, there were things uh, that you, if you were threatening their power, uh, then you just couldn't, uh, there were things that you just couldn't say. It would uh, lead to very bad consequences for you, even death. Uh, and that's where crucifixion uh, came from. It was a, it was a tool used by uh, Roman occupiers to intimidate uh, the uh, local population, to keep them in line, uh, to keep control. And against that background, uh, the Jewish leaders uh, worked very hard to maintain uh, a Jewish identity. They made sure that uh, the laws uh, of uh, that God's laws that had been given to them uh, were passed on uh, to the, to the next generation. These are the laws that they hoped to be governed by, rather than uh, the brutal law of Rome. Uh, they made sure that the history and the stories that were so important to their culture were passed from generation to generation uh, and the prophecies about things actually being different uh, in the future uh, were, um, were spoken about even were whispered uh, to make sure that uh, there was some kind of hope that things wouldn't always uh, be like this. Uh, and this is the environment into which Jesus uh, was teaching. He was teaching uh, about God. He was teaching about himself. And there were things that he could uh, absolutely say uh, openly. Uh, and there were things that uh, he had to be very, very careful about who was listening uh, and who they would be reporting it to uh, for uh, his own safety. 
and uh, he gets into a number uh, of scrapes as a result of things uh, that he says uh, before he ultimately uh, does uh, get handed over to the authorities uh, and killed. Uh, but in, in order to teach his disciples, uh, to explain to them uh, what it was that he was doing, who it was that he was, he had to uh, speak sometimes uh, in a way that seems to us when we read uh, the accounts of it in the Gospels. Uh, it can seem to us a little bit uh, strange or almost uh, kind of oblique uh, references. Uh, and one topic that he wasn't able to speak on uh, openly uh, was the topic of freedom. Of course, their society was not at all free. It was heavily oppressed. Uh, and you can see uh, this Jesus teaching on this topic uh, if you look in the Gospel of John at chapter 8. And uh, Jesus introduces the topic uh, by making a statement. He makes a statement about himself. He says, I am the light of the world. And that has a surface level meaning. Uh, you're bringing illumination. He's bringing illumination to uh, the people who are hearing that he expects that what he says to them uh, will shed light. But there's also a deeper meaning. He's tapping in to this rich history uh, that uh, they have, uh, this uh, tradition of passing on stories, this tradition of passing on prophecy. And uh, the prophecy that he's uh, alluding to here uh, is the one that we've been uh, looking at over the last uh, few weeks uh, from Isaiah chapter 9. Uh, and it starts uh, with uh, the famous uh, set passage, the famous section of scripture uh, that we often hear uh, spoken about in carol services. It's, it's read from the front. Uh, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. And that then goes on uh, to speak about uh, how one day uh, there will be a child who is born who will sit uh, on the throne of his father David and the increase of his government there will be no end. Uh, and those who were listening, who were really, who were tuned into that uh, would pick that up uh, and it's saying something that is, is revolutionary um, and completely unacceptable. It's unacceptable to uh, the Romans because uh, Jesus is saying uh, that he will be that one. He will be the one who will sit on a throne and who will rule. And uh, that's uh, not uh, that's not acceptable. The Romans uh, to the Romans, they were the ones who ruled, and it's also um, pretty unacceptable to the Jewish uh, authorities as well, uh, because he uses he starts his statement with the words "I am," uh, and that alludes to the meeting that Moses had with God, where God reveals His name uh, to Moses, uh, and uh, He says, "I am." So Jesus is making a statement here, both to be king and to be God, just with that one statement, I am the light of the world. Uh, and then he goes on to have this uh, discussion uh, with his hearers uh, about freedom. Uh, and the punchline comes uh, at the end, uh, verse 31. Uh, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And then further on, who the sun sets free is free indeed. So what does it mean to be free? Well, uh, Jesus is saying uh, that this, the truth uh, that he's, he's speaking of uh, is the truth about what he's doing. And 
uh, as uh, somebody who is uh, fighting for freedom, he was doing doing it in a way that no one uh, has ever done uh, before or has ever done since. Uh, most freedom fighters will either reach out to violence uh, or they will reach out to those who have power, who have control, who have authority uh, and use that power uh, and authority to further their own cause. Jesus has all the authority that he needed. He was God. Uh, he, he, he could call on his father at any time for authority. He didn't reach out for those who had, uh, who had power in his society. Uh, he reached out to those uh, who were uh, excluded, who, to those who were on the margins, uh, to those uh, who, um, who felt lost, who felt um, sidelined. And uh, so there is no way uh, that anyone could say that he had got, he was building uh, his kingdom uh, on the back uh, of anyone else. And uh, he talks also in this passage uh, in, in John uh, about uh, the Son of Man being lifted up. And that's a, a reference to enthronement, that he will uh, sit on this throne uh, of his father David. He's of the line uh, of uh, King David, uh, one of the great kings in the history of, uh, of Israel. Um, but being lifted up for him uh, wasn't uh, to be lifted up uh, on this uh, glorious uh, throne at that time. It was to be lifted up uh, on the cross, uh, to be executed, uh, to be killed at the hands of these brutal Roman occupiers. He turned everything upside down. He turned everything upside down uh, at that moment, and he's turned everything upside down for all history uh, since then. Uh, and for all those uh, who believe in him uh, and have put their trust in him, he turns their lives upside down too. And that's the testimony uh, of my life. He, um, he, what he did was he demonstrated uh, this authority at every stage. Going to the cross was no accident. He was preparing his disciples uh, at every turn uh, that this would be where he was going. And he demonstrated authority. He demonstrated that he was in control at every stage, even when he was actually on that cross. It wasn't an accident that happened to him. It wasn't a sad mistake, but it was the a direct outcome of what he was intending uh, to do. And then after three days uh, of, uh, of being dead, of being laid in a tomb, he was raised to life. Uh, and then uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, the third person of the Trinity, uh, who is also God, uh, was given to all those uh, who trust and believe in him. And uh, this morning, that Holy Spirit is available uh, to you too. So the Holy Spirit um, is the one who, uh, who speaks truth. Um, and Jesus uh, spoke clearly on that. As you read on in John, uh, he, he teaches uh, his followers, his disciples, uh, about the Holy Spirit. And so this morning, uh, my testimony is uh, of uh, receiving the Holy Spirit to have that belief uh, in Jesus. Uh, to see somebody who did something that was completely upside down, that was completely different from anything that went before. Uh, and the Holy Spirit takes that and makes it real uh, and makes it make sense. 
and it's given me freedom. And I just want to finish uh, with uh, an example of how uh, Jesus uh, did that for me. When I went to university, I very much felt like uh, one of those people that um, was kind of on the fringes, on the outside. I didn't. I felt like I shouldn't really be there. I felt like I wasn't smart enough. I didn't fit in um, to uh, the the kind of the people that that were there uh, that seemed to uh, turn up and be able to just uh, do the work um, easily. Uh, and I, my response to that was to. Um, withdraw and try to work really, really hard uh, to get where, uh, to, to, to kind of earn my right to be there. And I remember going to church uh, a few Sundays in uh, to, to my time at university. Uh, I bought, I'd been brought up a Christian, I'd been brought up going to church, I knew that God was real. Uh, but it really hit at that time that I needed God to be real. I needed uh, to reach out for him uh, for help. And uh, that's exactly what he did. Uh, he uh, comforted me. He reassured me. And uh, through people that he sent uh, to me. Um, and I was able to stay at university. In fact, uh, I, got, I, I did really well. I got great, great grades while I was there. And uh, they, I got a freedom as well from this worry uh, that I shouldn't be there. Uh, and I, I had the, the, the freedom, actually. Uh, I really felt um, God say to me that for that time, I shouldn't work on Sundays uh, to give myself a break. And that's very hard when everyone around you is doing that, working all hours to, uh, to, get, that, uh, to get that grade that, that you want. Uh, but that that actually gave me a freedom, uh, and uh, I was able to have peace uh, that God was in control and that He had a purpose for my life. And that's what Jesus did uh, with all of the people uh, that He He came into contact with. Uh, he drew them in, and if they uh, would uh, if they would allow him. Uh, he, they could access uh, his freedom uh, through him. So I, I just want to finish uh, with uh, a challenge to you this morning. Do you know uh, the freedom that comes from knowing Jesus? Do you know uh, the one uh, who will one day uh, come back uh, and uh, there will be no uh, more suffering, there will be no more pain, there will be no more war? Um, the section in Isaiah that we, we've been looking at over the last few weeks finishes with these words, every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. One day there won't even be any war uh, because Jesus will come back and he will sit on that throne um, and every eye will see him and every eye will know uh, that he is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But right now, uh, he is uh, sat down at the right hand uh, of the Father, uh, and uh, he is offering to you uh, that same path that he took to submit yourself uh, to him, to submit yourself to the Father, um, and uh, to live a life uh, that is truly free in that, um, to uh, go to uh to go through life uh, knowing that he is in control, that he has the authority, 
actually that can be very hard because that means giving up the idea that you have authority. But you can know uh, true peace, true freedom and true, true joy in putting your hand in his. I've asked Paul to uh, lead us in a final song after this. Uh, and uh, these lyrics, I think, are just amazing because they speak of what it means uh, to know Jesus uh, and the effect that it has on your life of just bringing freedom, of bringing liberty and bringing release. So whether you've known Jesus uh, all your life or whether you're just listening to this for the first time, I would just encourage you uh, to, uh, to listen to these words uh, and to, to, to speak to God, to reach out to him and ask him, uh, maybe it's a very simple prayer of God, if you're there, uh, will you reveal yourself uh, to me? Um, or maybe it's a, a prayer that you want to pray, uh, God, will you show me what it really means to be free? But just use these words, listen to them and connect with God and just uh, and be blessed by them. Have a great week. See you soon.